Previously on Vultures. Niall Tennyson here. Our last episode ended in a bit of a downer, it has to be said. The four detectives of Vulture private investigations being frog-marched to a waiting guard of vehicle, while an assortment of detectives mock us. It's quite depressing, really. I can understand if you want to switch off now, but, but you shouldn't, because this is Vultures episode 17, The Deadly Incident of the Deus Ex Machina. Deirdre Dupin, head of the Detective Union of Ireland, along with Weasley Detective Jimmy Coljack, followed us from the steps of the Wisteria Lodge Hotel, gloating. Oh, I wish they'd stop following us and gloating. All this following and gloating is mildly disheartening, I must admit. Murderers! Murderers! I demand my lawyer, and I demand our britches! The mystery writer Kate Marple took pity on us. She threw her britches and gansies onto the steps. With heads bowed, we got changed. I made sure I turned my bug back on. We've been framed enough today. Our informant Jack Street stood sadly on the steps. No doubt hurt that we wouldn't trust him anymore. It's his own fault for stealing our invites way back there in episode 1. I should point out that in fiction, a deus ex machina is defined as a plot device whereby seemingly unsolvable problem is suddenly and abruptly solved with the contrived and unexpected intervention of some new event, character, ability or object. In this case, it was Ned Savage crashing his scavenger van into a flower bush at the front of the hotel. Consider the trash taken out! And Savage, get him! Savage emerged from his van and bundled out piles of black sacks. Murdoch's security team was gunning for him, and from the back of his van, the later warden yanked the sorry shape of Tom Moriarty and Maeve Monroe. Hold on! Ned has Moriarty! This handsome punk and his stank for hire stole all of No Lovejoy's expensive loot. No Lovejoy appeared on the steps of Wisteria Lodge. He looked like he'd just been knocked into a pile of barrels. Someone stole all of my precious rare Irish detective antiquities. They distracted everyone with murder so they could steal your valuable wares and ruin everyone's nice getaway weekend. Deirdre, why wasn't security watching my exhibition of rare Irish detective antiquities? Dupin looked flustered, like a pigeon being hit by a football. Well, say Noel, we were looking for a murderer. A murderer! No, you weren't! You were chasing us down because your swanky little bite-eye always has it in for us. Deirdre, is this true? Great, we call it thief. Is that what you want me to say, my little toy by the stone no love dice collection of detective memorabilia? Who caught the thief, though, Miss Dupin? Was it the man you accused of murder? Nedward Savage. B-I-N-G-O, and bingo was his name-o. Well, say, the murder weapon was... Like a stupid dog called bingo, we had her chasing her tail. Ned was ready to launch his own deductions. He grabbed Maeve Monroe by the scruff of her wig and pulled her forward. Monroe, the no-good floozy, drugged me at the bar. She dragged me up to Basil's room, probably swamp donkeyed me, then stole the keys to my van and planted the murder weapon in my room. With me framed, Moriarty took my van while Monroe loaded all the stolen antiques into her linen trolley, bagged them up, and waited for the lockdown to lift so they could escape. But they didn't reckon on me lying in wait for them, topless, my entire body covered in war paint. Listeners, I should have mentioned that he was topless and his whole body was covered in war paint. You've got it, Ned! My gum, you've got it! We told you! The murder was a decoy so Moriarty could steal a hundred years of valuable detective antiquities and sell them on the black market. But who killed Basil then? I have literally no idea. Probably Monroe, was it you? I ain't say nothing to you, been that nothing! Deirdre, please believe me. I'm not a murderer. I'm a pawn as usual. If... You're a pawn then? What's Monroe? She's my pawn. Please forgive me, my love. Uh, there you are. There I am not. I'm done with you, Tom. For you are a blackguard. <gasps> the greatest insult of all. 
Moriarty and Monroe protested their innocence as Murdoch cuffed them and Ned screamed at them. Scream my name, punks! Scream my name all night long! Then the accusations started flying. Dupin was given out to us, Murdoch was given out to her, Lovejoy was shouting about a conspiracy, and, well, Coljack was just repeatedly shouting. Come here! Anyone know the funeral arrangements? Anyone? When's the rosary? No, 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 no. It was during this point that I noticed something even more suspicious. Amidst the re-raw August Rulia I saw one of Ned Savage's black binliners begin to move away of its own accord. A person had been stashed here. Moriarty had been trying to sneak someone out. The murderer? And now they were getting away, I nudged Janine. Janine, I think that black binliner holds the key to this whole murder mystery. Me too, lad. Let's chase it. We grabbed Vulture and McGrain, and as the arguments raged on, we ran after the person in the black binliner. What's in store for us? Tune in next time to see. Wait, I, I mean here. To be continued in the next episode of Vultures. This programme is funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee.